0: Make sense? Get free.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Organic with OJ Adriana, a podcast that explores the intersection of authenticity, mindful consumption, and radical mother ethic healing. I am Adriana, aka OJ Adriana, your host, your girl, the person who is going to guide you through this dope-ass episode. I am very excited for the next four episodes of my podcast, Um, like I did say last week, um. Yeah, the entire month of February, starting today, the 7th through the 28th, I'm going to have four, technically five, but four episodes of black ass creatives who come and talk to me about the feels, about creating art, about being black, about being from the city, all that shit. And that starts today with a be- very, very special interview. But we're gonna get there, honey. <laughs> um, just to recap like my last week passed, honestly. Not too much has been going on. It's been cold as hell in Texas. Texas froze over. Um, granted, it is nothing like the snowstorm we had last year. I am definitely praying that nothing like that happens ever again. Um, but yeah, it was cold as hell. It was like in the teens, in the twenties. I think there's still like random patches of ice outside that still have not melted. So some of the roads are a tiny bit slippy, slippery. Um, and there's definitely still patches of ice like along my backyard, kind of like by like in the front of the house, like by windows. So y'all be safe. Don't slip and hurt yourself on no damn ice. Um, But that being said, like February is always the coldest month and it's always so miserable because I'm a person who hates the cold. I am definitely a Texan who prefers 60 degree weather, who, or who prefers temperatures above 60 degree weather because 60 degrees is very cold for me. But yeah, so I've honestly this last week has been kind of miserable for me I've literally just been in the house The only times I have gone out of the house was to pick up a target order and I think I went to I guess I went to chick-fil-a the other day to get like lemonade and fries But other than that, I have not left the house it has been mildly miserable Um, but it's okay. It's all good. Other than that though my life has been Honestly, very boring. Um, my bitch ass job. If you don't know now, you know I am employed by a large company. I work for them in their corporate atmosphere, and yeah, I hate it. I'm ready to not be employed anymore. I fucking hate employment. Y'all know since the beginning of this podcast, we have been manifesting. Um, yeah to be released from the shackles of employment. That being said, this nigger at my job, my direct manager, um who's supposed to, who's supposedly having like a one-on-one with me like a monthly like meeting to track progress or whatever the fuck like see about career progression whatever um this nigga asked me about social media the nigga specifically is like oh adriana i heard some things about you do you have a tiktok like no bitch do you have a tiktok and so i definitely said all the allegations were alleged because they are alleged i'm not confirming or denying anything to these weird ass niggas because why are y'all on my social media to begin with why do you think that you're entitled to for me to tell you that social media exists because we are not friends. I don't like none of y'all niggas. And it's not nothing personal. I just don't like y'all because being in an atmosphere where I have to clock in and you know, play cordial and dance around for these white ass niggas and capitalism like none of that excites me. So a a big result is of that is None of the people who are also involved in the same atmosphere excite me either. So, no, I'm never going to tell y'all what's going on in my personal life. I think that's weird. Um, If you are a head of a company or if you have any, I guess, place of importance at your job, like, don't be doing this shit to your employees. Like, that's very awkward. That's very weird. Your employees, like, y'all are there to talk about work. Like, if y'all want to talk about your personal life, if y'all want to talk about, you know, other things like that, you can pick and choose, or people can choose to disclose that information with you, but don't go try prying it out of people, because that's fucking weird, and why you being so damn nosy anyway, but (laughs) that's honestly kind of all I have to say about that, um, yeah, just snowstorm, been snowed in, um, Hanging out with my kid. My, my brother has been gone to Colorado for work. Um, so, uh, my kid and I have just been in here enjoying the snowstorm. And now I'm kind of rambling because I really don't have nothing else going on in my life because I'm a born ass bitch. Um, as far as current events, honestly, I haven't been keeping up with them either. I've been worried about when the heck the weather in Texas is going to warm up. I have not been worried about current events, but something in pop culture that has caught me. my eye is Sir Kanye West's rants, which here's the thing, right? While I don't feel like Any of this information That Kanye is disclosing to the internet Should be on the internet to begin with um, I'm not mad at him Like I get it Like yes it was his decision To marry into this white ass family It was definitely his decision To create these children With this colonizing ass Appropriation mommy <laughs> Like it was literally his decision To put himself in these positions So for 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 the situation to, to end up like it is now where he's having trouble seeing his kids, where it's like a custody battle, where there's a whole bunch of miscommunication where the baby mama blocked him. Like I definitely foresaw all of that happening. Like, The nigga literally married into the darkest family, arguably, of the 21st century of pop culture, you know? So, but I definitely feel for him, like, it fucking sucks. Like, I hate when black men have to go through this weird shit with their baby mamas, especially when their baby mamas ain't black. I really don't like that at all. Um, I don't like the whole oh, you can't see your kids because I don't like you, I don't fuck with you type thing anyway. I think that's weird and childish and awkward. Like, I can never foresee... Like, dog, when I joked to my baby daddy about that, about never seeing his kid again, like, a joke, like, the nigga got so pissed. Like, because it's disrespectful. Like, if a man is wanting to be there for their child, if a man is wanting to... If taking initiative to make sure the child is good, the baby mama is good, whatever the fuck, like, there's absolutely no reason for feelings to get involved, there's zero reason for you to ever, like, use the kids as some kind of, like, pawn in, like, y'all's weird-ass game, like, that's not cute, that's never cute, um, so shout out to Yay Man, um, I'm, the man is very controversial, and the man has a lot of mental health issues that are that are unaddressed Like sure he talks about having bipolar disorder He talks about different things But his actions show that he has Some serious unresolved trauma That he really really needs to work through Um Because it's just kind of affecting His art at this time Like there's no reason for us to be reading iOS press releases about The nigga's custody proceedings Like there's no reason for that So shout out to Kanye Definitely praying for him Um, Praying that Donda Donda where the hell you at? like I, i'm gonna need you to come down here from the spirit world and be that for your child honey and guide him through this and give him some clear and precise answers because the nigga ain't listening to whatever he ain't listening to the soft shit like you gotta come and put put the mans in check but shout out to yay man um an incredible musical genius um who i'm not mad at I, I totally fucking get it like i definitely get it um but yeah just to recap last week's episode y'all um so I can wrap this little segment up, honey. Um, last week's episode was entitled "Bitch, I'm back," and it's a PSA. I'm too sleek to take my shoes off. following TSA. Okay, no, but it was called "Bitch, I'm back." Um, and it's a PSA. <laughs> um word to big sean word to sean anderson my heart y'all know i fucking love that man's words but anyways yeah last week's episode we talked a lot about my weeks past we talked about my little simp ass being courted we talked about a whole bunch of things um but the topic of the week was antisocial personality disorder where we explored like sociopaths and psychopaths and the disorders that are even considered to be on the antisocial personality spectrum we talked about the psychology and science behind those disorders and we also qualified a little bit of information and kind of contemplated whether or not people on the antisocial personality disorder are inherently evil which i still have my thoughts about i'm not swayed either way the niggas have not convinced me that they're either evil or non-evil at all yet but yeah we talked a lot about it um and that topic of the week of course came from my love of true crime um and my love for analyzing the brain of fucking criminals like so i, I just thought we put it into an episode so if you have not listened to that episode yet definitely go back and listen to season two episode one before we get into this black ass month of black creatives but we are gonna get there we are going to get there but for now um yeah let's get into the things i've been ingesting y'all now all right so season two episode two shit you know um i don't think it's necessary for me to say at this point but i'm gonna say it anyway when i say the things that i am ingesting i mean all the many ways in which you can ingest things into your mind into your body into your spirit not just eating things and sending it through your digestive tract but literally like what you listen to what you um are watching all the hobbies that you're indulging in all that shit um goes into who we are and the way that we present in the world so i thought what a better way than to use this little segment of my podcast as an accountability tracker to not only share with y'all what the fuck that i've been doing but to like really keep track of the things that i've ingesting so i can you know keep track of my mood and see like the things that need to be adjusted See things that I need to ingest more of And stuff like this So let's get right into it, right? Um, so as far as food and drink Honestly, it's been cold as hell Like I said, I haven't been outside So we've been doing a lot of cooking in the house Um, I've had hella tacos Um, I've had like fried rice and things in the house Like literally have been eating Whatever we had in the house We did go grocery shopping I guess last Wednesday before the snowstorm hit So we had hella snacks And like essentials, you know, like agave and oats and rice and beans and little essentials like that um we also had like yogurt shout out to H-E-B yogurt I don't know if I've ever um, mentioned that on this podcast but H-E-B has some very 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 good plant-based yogurt I freaking love their mango almond milk yogurt it is so good it's so much more than or it's so much better than their coconut milk yogurt to me but I do like the H-E-B brand coconut milk yogurt so shout out to H-E-B for literally having the best store brand products my entire life growing up um and shout out to them for having so many plant-based h-e-b products i think that is so fucking dope um and it makes shopping for people who do eat plant-based diets very accessible which i love shout out accessibility gang gang um but yeah as far as that Honestly have not been eating too much. I've been having way less caffeine I've been really focused on that even though i'm probably gonna have a little bit of coffee or something this morning Um, but yeah, I have had way less caffeine I've been being very mindful of the other things i'm putting in my body now y'all know during the winter time Um, and when it's like super cold my body does not crave fruit and it doesn't crave water So i've been kind of like forcing myself to eat bananas Um and drink little smoothies and things like that just so I can get all of my fruit in um, because yeah my body just when it's this cold especially my body just does not crave fruits it hasn't even been craving grapefruits this week so that's kind of where we at with that um but other than that yeah food drink everything normal nothing too crazy as far as media i still have not watched euphoria not one episode um at this point i'm kind of waiting for the season to be over so i can just binge it because
2: what am i going to do without
1: Euphoria? or what am i going to do when i wait for these episodes every week i'm not trying to do that like i was able to watch season one all the way through so i really want to watch season two all the way through um but yeah um other than that y'all i haven't really been watching nothing like jocelyn's cabaret um allegedly there is a new episode yesterday i have not seen it because when i tried to log in yesterday morning the new episode wasn't there so i don't know what time i don't know about zeus i will say this in this little media segment the zeus network's interface is fucking annoyingly ridiculous like i don't know if it's easier to use on the mac or not mac if it's easier to use like with ios like the app version but dog the desktop version of zeus network i fucking hate the interface like it is very confusing navigation is very confusing so if for whatever reason somebody from zeus or somebody that has connections with somebody from zeus if y'all listen to this let them niggas know to to get their interface situated let let them niggas know that the interface needs to be a little more user-friendly. Um, if, they want, if they don't want me to um, pause my subscription again after Jocelyn's Cabaret in Las Vegas wraps up, right? <laughs> now. Nah, but other than that, y'all, I haven't watched much of anything. I've literally been working on podcast stuff. I've been working on hella getting all of the interviews for this month finished. I've been working on just organizing stuff. I have not been focused on sitting down to watch anything specifically. I've watched hella true crime. Um As per usual, learned about some pretty interesting fucking psychopathic murderers in the last week. Um, I love interrogation tapes. Like, that is probably, I don't know, interrogation tapes and, like, really understanding the psychology of a criminal from their own brain, you know, is very interesting. So, I've been watching a lot of that. Yeah, nothing really else like YouTube stuff as usual. I'm always clicking through YouTube. There's specific YouTubers that I always watch. Um, shout out to DMTV. Um, I will always watch and support them. Shout out to fucking Diara, the queen of YouTube. I will fucking always watch Diara Taylor. I love her aesthetic. And honestly, when it comes to vlogs, like the organization of her vlogs and the way that she edits them and the way that she like creates a schedule, like I will probably adapt that at some time when I feel like showing my face on the YouTube camera again. Um. But yeah, shout out to Diera. Um, shout out to Royalties World. I watch her every day. Um, her name is like Neek G and she does like reactions. She is a queer woman. And yeah, I watch that. Um, Jackie Ina, of course. But other than that, y'all, I really haven't been watching nothing. Oh, I did watch Elda Barge's Tiny Desk, which is fucking amazing. Falsetto Flawless. How the, being old and having a Flawless falsetto being at any age, honestly, and having that flawless of a falsetto is very, very, very hard to come by. It is very tricky. It is very motherfucking rare. So shout out to Eldabar, just tiny desk. The shit was fire. It went crazy. I was singing and dancing along. Um, but yeah, that kind of segues us into music stuff. So y'all y'all know last week i mentioned that i finally listened to that hours and hours song by mooney long bitch what okay first of all shout out to dominique Blakely, um my favorite virgo who is always gonna correct me and shit on from listening to this podcast who i just love and appreciate for that right but my nigga mooney long is literally priscilla renee bitch I died and then I Dominique mentioned yeah she was on the Terrell show a while ago and I was like the Terrell show Priscilla Renee was on the Terrell show but I don't remember her talking about no Muni Long or whatever the fuck but bitch I went back to that episode three years ago Priscilla Renee well Muni Long formerly formerly known as Priscilla Renee was on the Terrell show introducing herself to the world as Muni Long dog I, I was baffled. So I definitely ran hours and hours back. I had to run it back a little bit because even though I was very utterly tired of that song and tired of hearing it on the internet, um, yeah, it was super fucking dope to realize that it was Priscilla Y'all, Priscilla Renee is like one of my OG favorite vocalists. Like anybody who like grew up in the like early 2000s, like that 2006, 2000, like ten nine period, my nigga you know what's up you know the vibe so shout out to muni long um i will i'm definitely gonna give her music more than one more spin because yeah that was just really cool to know um i was very shook um so yeah other than that y'all i do have a valentine's day playlist for the hood rats entitled that's why i love you um if you can hear this, it is live right now on both Apple Music and Spotify. So, yeah, go listen to it. If you want the link to my hood rap Valentine's Day playlist, definitely hit your girl up. Um, I wanted to put together a playlist of non-typical love songs for love songs of niggas that just... Niggas like me who literally just are obsessed with hood antics. I love hood shit, y'all. Like, I genuinely... Just want to ride in the car with my hood ass nigga, passing blunts to each other, fucking running errands. Like that's literally all I want to do in my life. So I decided to put a playlist together for all the hood rats like myself. There is some fucking future on there, and y'all know how I feel about future. There is Kodak on there, of course. There is Wayne. Um, there's Twenty One Savage. There's just a whole bunch of cute ass hood ass love songs. And yeah, I'm so excited to share that. Um, I am definitely jumping back into my, um playlist bag because i've told y'all before i used to do playlists or i've been doing playlists like my entire life just to coincide with my specific feelings of the season so yeah i think 2022 is the year of sharing my personal playlist with y'all and yeah shout out to this valentine's day playlist for the hood rats you feel me um again it's called that's why i love you on spotify and apple by the time you hear this podcast goddamn um but yeah, I've finally listened all the way through to Amber Mark's Three Dimensions Deep album, which is amazing. Love it, love it. Um Most Men is definitely still my favorite song. I'm trying to like navigate it to, I'm trying to navigate to the album right now so I can see. <clears throat> So I can see what other songs I want to listen to, but yeah, me and Spotify kind of fighting right now, so we're not gonna do that. But I will say, shout out to Amber Mark, very solid album. Like I said, the fact that Amber Mark like makes a song like the two verse hook, motherfucking um bridge, like the fact that she does that is super dope for me. Um, because a lot of artists are not doing that in this year. So yeah, Amber Mark's three dimensions deep, super good album. Um, Queen Nigel also released a song by one of my or released a song featuring one of my faves big sean again called hate our love very cute song detroit energy i guess um not my favorite song from either one of them but yeah super solid it's a cute little bop that i will likely listen to again um also i don't know when this happened i don't know if this happened this past friday but dr dre has this song featuring nipsey and ty Dolla-San, and i'm actually looking right now to see if he released did he did this nigga release a whole um compilation album like i'm so confused so i guess not i guess he just released like a bunch of singles maybe i don't know but okay singles and ep so maybe it's an ep or maybe i don't know but he this nigga dr dre released one two three four five, six songs recently, and they're all featuring some dope-ass people, um, but the song that I became familiar with this project at all, um, from was Diamond Mine" featuring Nipsey Hussle and Ty Dolla Sign. and when I tell you, like, just hearing Nipsey's voice in 2022, like, makes me fucking cry, like, shout, rest in peace to Nip, um, if you don't know, now you know, definitely an OG Nipsey fan, um, definitely i don't know it's just very cryptic to hear his voice on a song right now but and especially like the verse that dre had hidden for this song like dog i think he this nigga said something like the streets like street shit never ends well or something like that like dog my heart my fucking heart so shout out to that song obviously dr dre is controversial like but he is definitely one of the best to ever do it. And I also wanted to mention Explosive. So um, Explosive by Dr. Dre is one of my favorite instrumentals of all time, if not my number one favorite um, instrumental of all time. And yeah, I've been heavy, heavy in my hip hop like producer bag. So I've been listening to Explosive like once a day for the last week. It is, I don't know, it just just brings out the feels. That is like honestly one of my all time favorite beats, hip hop beats, period period, period. Besides so far to go, like explosive fucking goes crazy. So I did want to want to mention that. Um, I also wanted to mention that Ravena has a new single featuring Vince Staples called Secret. Super good song. It's not the, the um, vibe that I necessarily look for when I look to Ravina music, but yeah, it was a cute little vibe and Vince Staples, love that guy. So couldn't complain about that. And the last like music thing that I wanted to mention was the fact that y'all, I finally listened all the way through to Lion Babe's Rainbow Child album. Now y'all know there are some songs on there that literally have my heart that I love so much. What is my favorite song? Let me find. Oh, signs. Signs, 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 signs. Act so hard how you do that. Or act all wild. Act all wild, how you do that? Do that. <laughs> but yeah, signs. I have loved that song since this project came out, but I never really like listened all the way through this song or through the project. So definitely shout out to Lion Babe. Shout out to them niggas for first of all being together, which I had no clue they were actually a couple, um, and for reproducing their first child, like after this Flower Child album happened. So really cool, really fucking amazing music. Y'all know I was put on to Lion Babe had to be like in early 2015 late 2014 and my nigga they are amazing and i've always loved their music and yeah shout out to lion bay but that brings us definitely to the end of this things i'm currently ingesting segment i ain't got no more things to share with y'all but i do have a very 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 special conversation for the topic of the week that you do not want to miss so stay motherfucking tuned and let's get right into it y'all so um if y'all can hear my voice and if you don't know now you know instead of having a topic of the week for the month of February I am talking to some black ass creatives most of which are from the city and I'm very excited because today I have the motherfucking future what I consider right the future of Austin music um super fucking talented super fucking like artists like the artists artists you know like um wave tribe i have the homies in the building what the fuck is up y'all
0: hey so appreciate those kind kind words Aww. Really. i her. know
1: i had to like fake it a little bit i really hate you guys like, <laughs> completely
0: Everywhere is the best month for a couple reasons why One, black history month
1: period yes
0: Two, close close second it's both of our birthdays
1: oh what kellen is your birthday in february
0: yeah february 26
1: i feel like i knew that maybe
0: february
1: 1st what okay dang so fucking aquarius and pisces how do y'all work together how does that work
0: (laughs) it's interesting i mean yeah so it's like we at the end of the day even if we get into it it is what it is like
1: yeah Oh, I feel you. So okay, introduce yourselves individually because this podcast, um, if you don't know, um, we talk a lot about like mental health and uh, fucking authenticity and healing as activism. So we're gonna talk about the music, but we're gonna talk about the things too. So introduce yourselves. Who are you people individually?
0: Go first. I'm key I'm Miles. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm
1: saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so big key. Am I going to be able to call you Kellen on my podcast? Yeah, you can. Okay, bet. Okay, so at your core, Miles, who do you feel like you are? Who Who is Miles?
0: Miles is a creative soul, you know, trying to find success in his life. That's some deep, yeah. We're gonna get deep today.
1: I yeah, mean, hell yeah, y'all can cry. I love when people cry. And
0: success and happiness, and that changes for me. You know what I want, so you know I can't really put a specific definition on it right now. Success and happiness for me is everybody hearing our music, and me and my girl living straight, and my family living straight. So,
1: period. That's,
0: that's success and happiness—that's what I'm searching for. That's miles. That's
1: miles. That's okay. that's I make good ass
0: music. I
1: feel you. <laughs> All right, so Kellen, Mr. Steel Girl, what's up? Who are you, friend? <laughs> hey, oh, you
0: hey. I'm up. just a,
2: I'm just a lonely thorn in this. Trying to stop smoking weed.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel you, light to blunt. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. So, how did y'all like link? Like originally, because like Miles, you're not from here, right?
0: Nah, uh, I'm, I'm from the DMV. I was, I yeah. grew up. Uh, and I have a lot of family. Louisiana was born there. Yeah. But i you know, moved moving to Austin, and I met a DJ slash producer by the name of Mason Flint. Okay. And we started making music together, and he showed me a lot about how to make music efficiently, but before that, I was just doing, like, voice memos and shit. And I like, Chill out, bro.
2: Ah, <laughs> no, you feel me?
0: <laughs> Don't... And- I started making music with him, and then he started networking more on Twitter. More people were getting active on Twitter, and he and he and that's how I found Keith, just from that interaction. Yeah. Okay.
2: Mason. Linking us.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I must ask, who? What's this guy's name? Mason Flint is his name, right?
2: Mason Flint.
1: He's like this mysterious character who, I've never. Heard of kind of, but I have heard of him. So, how how did both of you, I guess, like link with this mysterious person who is allegedly a musical genius?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, real talk though, but that's that funny how you say hey. it. Real
2: talk, musical genius right there, no cap. Yeah,
0: no cap, no cap. But uh, I uh, he hit me up randomly. Cause I had dropped some a little some it was it was it wasn't good but hey early beginnings yeah. he hit me up about it and said like he had heard it you know uh so I can you know help you become better at your craft and uh I don't know how he met him
1: yeah how'd you meet him
0: I met him through Twitter. oh yeah
1: random okay yeah. so is this Mason is he from here
2: yeah he's from Austin
1: from Austin yeah edgy edgy I'm gonna figure that out like a different day right so as I've told y'all well I haven't told y'all I guess Miles this is my first like interaction with you but like Kellen dog I've told you I fucking love wave tribe I think that when when it comes to like my personal ear of music like y'all's music is like what I will be listening to like I'm gonna be like cleaning and like cooking fucking driving and shit and Like, I'll listen to Wave Tribe. Like, it's, like, good, well-rounded music, right? So (laughs) what inspires this music that y'all make?
2: Uh, For me, just personally, just like you were saying, just cleaning up the the, uh, music that my mom and my grandma was playing when they was cleaning up in the morning. So pretty much. Okay,
1: what was they playing?
2: I mean, they're playing everything. I can't even really name. Shit. <laughs> yeah, nah, really now you, know. you gotta name <laughs> groups. <laughs> <right>. the things. <laughs> I got name groups, boy. Uh huh. they playing? They yeah, play.
1: give me three people. Three. They're
2: playing, they playing the Temptations. Okay. Mary J. Blige. They was playing Earth, Wind, and
1: Fire. The Osley Brothers. Okay. Like, the things. The necessities. Brandy. <laughs> it's like just playing there. The vocal blueprint, man.
2: You're Whitney Houston. Okay. And that's I
1: what I So, what about you, Miles? Like, what inspires you, like, to make this music that y'all make? Because I mean, y'all niggas can't passively say that. Oh yeah, we just make music. You know, it sound cool or whatever. We, you know, my homeboy is in the studio. Like, y'all niggas, like, I. You put a lot of thought into it, and it nah, shows. We really, we really nah, we,
0: we really be focusing and putting time in this shit. We really put work in this shit. Like, we want this shit to sound the best. We not yeah. just up our ass shit. That's not how we move. Yeah. I I grew up listening to, like, me and Key both listen to a lot of different genres of music.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: like, the best music connected to us. Like, great music just connected to us. Like, a lot of it. So... You get an inspiration from that shit.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. You want
0: to be in that category with that type of shit.
1: Exactly.
0: That's why we do this. Like, That's one of the reasons we do this
1: shit. Yeah. And I mean, listen, y'all are well on the freaking way, like y'all y'all are probably y'all are y'all are the second gen z's i've ever had on my podcast i don't <laughs> be talking to y'all niggas a lot because y'all are erratic I'm, and fucking I'm, impulsive I thought
0: the cutoff is the cutoff because i just had a discussion with somebody at work about this what's the cutoff on gen z millennial type shit because what do you, you keep saying gen z <laughs> i'm a 96 baby
1: 95 early 95 is a cutoff for me really 94 is where it like gets a little rocky
0: or yeah what's the difference again like what's the explain it real quick gen z is what younger
1: yeah so i guess gen z so there's like gen whatever was before millennials like the silent generation quote unquote like the fucking parents of the, that grew up in the 80s and shit, and then it's millennials, and then it's Gen Z. Oh, and then it's
0: Gen Z. So yeah. Know. I take it you a millennial.
1: I'm a millennial, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm an old lady, you feel me? But no, I find it, like, very interesting. You are, like, on the cusp, I guess. Like, 96? That's older than my little brother. And that nigga young as hell in my brain. Like, this guy, freaking <laughs> Kellen, is young as hell. Y'all young. <laughs> no, but... I think it's very, very interesting, you know, that because I mean, I guess as black people, right, we were all kind of not the ring light went off, child. Okay, we were all like passively like listening to all these, all this music, you know, all the Marvin Gayes, the Winnie houston's like all this shit. So I guess what got you first, I guess what inspired y'all to make music to start? Because we were all listening to this shit and Everybody ain't a musician.
2: That's true. Really, when I first seen The Temptations, like I gotta say that. But...
1: Yeah, you gotta tell the story on my podcast but I've I passively heard this. I've done a little bit of research. So you gotta tell this. What What's the story with The Temptations?
2: i seen The Temptations movie when I was like two or three years old. And, An infant! And, um, I just wanted to make music.
1: So... I, yeah. What about the temptations? Was it like?
2: I don't know. That's my favorite group of all time. So
1: interesting, favorite group of all time. How they
2: was dressed? How they was dancing?
0: How they all of it? Swag. Songwriters to co-song real quick. Yeah, my favorite group, but that movie. The that movie. It was the movie. Like I, I grew up. It's funny because me and Keith both love like music biopics. That's one of the things we got in common. And the Ray Charles oh, movie too. And it's like amazing. That, that Temptations movie did something to me younger too. No kidding.
1: Really?
0: That Dang. and Jackson's American Dream. Too. Yeah, Jackson's American Dream. Yeah. Okay,
1: so which one is better?
0: The Temptations. Temptations
2: one. Okay. That's the best biopic. That's the best movie ever of all time. I'll say. I'll Ray, say. You can Ray, say Ray, Ray from Ray. a like a. Ray. A cinematic point of view. You okay. can say I will say Ray, right? Awesome, nah. like,
0: there's no other category. Nah, bro. Nah, that's bro. A movie. It's the storyline, in the, the, story the Temptations
2: is better than Ray. But okay, Ray is, Ray is long. I guess it's
1: because no, because arguably the Temptations had a lot to work with. They were all complex human beings, right? No. So, no. so, okay, so that's better.
2: This is better. This shit was is is one dude. You didn't even get to see like everybody in their earlier years Otis <laughs> okay, I was born ass.
1: Okay. I hear you, but I hear you, but I kind of don't hear
0: you. David Ruffin point of view. Yeah, this is a little time this is a little David Ruffin. He be so he had no <laughs>
1: Oh a little emotional. <laughs>
0: Yeah, R.P. David, David Ruffin,
1: man. a <laughs> real Oh, rest in peace to that guy, man. Fuck. So, Miles, what What was the moment that you decided to make music? Like, how did that go? Uh, what did it, like, feel like and, like, smell like and sound like?
0: I'm trying to think back earliest times of me wanting to make music. I couldn't even record. But I remember I did this, like, little-ass cypher in middle school. And, like, we put it on Facebook. And shit, It was when Facebook first came out. And then niggas started hating on my cipher, and I got beef with niggas. Oh no! (laughs) you
1: still beefing?
0: Yeah, no, it was stupid. But I, I think back to that moment—the first time I ever recorded myself though—was in high school. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this shit. Yeah. I just made a way. I ain't had no real mic or nothing. I was using voice memos and shit, but I pieced this
1: together
0: though. Exactly. It was on that piff.
1: Man, what a time! So, where? Where it where did you go to middle school that y'all had ciphers in middle school?
0: Uh Virginia. Oh. Yeah, we, were.
1: Yeah, we
0: was.
1: Hey. The DMV. I'm from the DMV. Oh, I guess, yeah, DMV. Okay. Yeah. It, I always forget Virginia is a part of that.
0: Okay. Alexandria, Virginia.
1: Okay. Wait, say that again.
0: Alexandria,
1: Virginia. Oh, I have no clue where that's Indiana. it.
0: Shout out all the niggas in ABA. Yeah, man. shout out ABA. Shout out my nigga Leap, man. You up? Yeah. Shout out Leap.
1: Okay, shout out to all y'all weird ass Virginia like... Southern niggas. I guess. All uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, are, that is a very fucking interesting part of the South. It is, and I guess it's East Coast too. Like, and but I guess you don't. Do you have like that ridiculous DMV accent?
0: I mean, it's gone away. I used to yeah. kind of talk like that when I was up there. But yeah. It's the same way it went away like my Louisiana, like my family, my grandma mm-hmm. and them be talking. they Creole, so they, like, got that whole accent and everything. Yeah. She just went
1: away. <laughs> oh, I feel if that. I go there and hang out
0: with them a little bit. It's going to come back.
1: It'll bro. come back out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go to the DMV. No, nah, we do. We need to an
1: Oh, man, man please. Accent <laughs> I mean... You no, know, it's your prerogative I, for my personal taste. Like DMV accents, that's like nails on the talk board. Like, now, it's very
0: There's a difference between the different accents. You're probably talking about Baltimore. I'm talking
1: you're... about Baltimore accent. Yeah, that it's horrible.
0: That ain't, that ain't everybody.
1: Nah, don't put that. <laughs> don't put hey, shout out to my Baltimore shirties. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shout out to them. Goddamn. <laughs> I'm dead. Cries in the booth to a Baltimore home. Oh, wow. That's, like, horrible. Uh, so, what, what's y'all's creative process? Like, what does that look like? And I'm pretty sure it probably differs for both of y'all, if I'm not wrong. I
0: mean, are we making music together? Or are you talking about we just be making music? Because we each have a little interface set up at the crib, so we just be doing yeah. demo.
1: So okay. You- Shit, all three.
0: Uh, yeah, which one you want to hear first? All right, well,
2: mine okay. is... <laughs> nice football game and muting it mm-hmm. and scrolling through Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and just this nigga. seeing all the baddies on there talk
1: man just drawing inspiration a true emotional king we stand
2: get <laughs> some inspiration see some shit yeah read some text messages or something yeah and then I'm I'm ready
1: and it's time. It's game time. I feel you. So, is pretty it always football playing in the background?
2: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I feel you. Or oh,
2: the, the weather channel.
1: The weather channel?
2: Football
1: season.
2: For this album, it was the weather channel. Actually.
1: Um, seasons. We we gonna talk about it. We we will get there. So, Miles, what's your creative process individually?
0: Uh, hey. I'll just, I'll go on YouTube. Sometimes I'll watch, like, if it's a new podcast show, like, Million Dollars Worth A Game or some shit like that, I'll watch it. But if not, I'll just, like, listen to old music, get snipples. Because I, I, like, I make beats a lot. I'm a producer, too. So mm-hmm. most of the time, I'm trying to make beats. Like, that's what I'll be doing every day. Uh, you yeah, gotta listen to the music first. You gotta listen to yeah. music first, get inspiration, get, that, get in that zone. Yeah. And if I find a beat that's fire, I'll just make something to it. it ain't like that complicated of a might roll something up and <laughs> get straight to it.
1: I feel that. So when Wave Tribe comes together as a collective, what what does that process look like?
0: Us going through beats, me asking Key if he think they love. Should me wondering if they love. Yeah. If we find a live enough beat that we like, oh yeah, this is it. We just start writing, start yeah. uh, making a song. I mean, I, I feel, feel it yeah keep me in his bed laying down and so will be on the computer <laughs> yeah that's much.
1: Oh, i feel that i feel y'all so hmm so say y'all are in a session right a wave tribe said or say y'all are together like does y'all's music happen like passively like do y'all just like hang out and then like decide to make music while y'all are hanging out or do y'all like what happens like, do you schedule these music making times?
2: We really make music whenever I'm in the mood to be honest.
1: Not when you're in the mood. Why is your emotional my, stability like <laughs> was always in the anchor?
2: Because Miles is always in the mood to make music.
1: Oh, okay. So, what so happens when you're not anchor. inspired, Kellen? <laughs> like, what what's your what's your non-inspirational periods? Like, what does that look like for you? I told We talk about the feels. Listen.
0: Wait, what'd you ask? What'd I you said,
1: ask? I said, what do you, what are those periods of times that you are not inspired? Like, what does that look like for you?
0: What is, how does he act? Cause I can yeah. answer that. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up? He ain't trying to make no music. He gonna really? go on his bed. He gonna, he gonna get in that blanket. He on his phone. He doing everything but working on the song, man. That's yeah. what this thing is on. He chillin', he's chilling, talking to people, he, he watching whatever's on TV, mm-hmm. I'll be going through beats, peeing in the mood most of the time, i just save the fire beats for another time, or like, just start making a beat. Yeah. Know? But, Dang. but when my nigga in the mood, though, we be getting to it.
1: Okay. Hell yeah, I feel you.
0: But it's, I, feel- I mean, it's real, it, it just is, you know, music, inspiration, it comes in waves.
1: Definitely.
0: I'm fortunate that I'm always on that, like, because a lot of people not, and that just is what it is. Yeah, that's really
1: dope, because do
0: that. to
1: be consistently in a creative mood, or, like, ready to create, like...
0: And then I'm not even all the time in the mood for do that, but... God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, like, so
0: maybe random times, I don't feel like making a song randomly, I don't
1: know, sometimes. Sometimes, I'm like, i mean that's definitely very admirable like definitely like as a creative like i don't know like being in a mental space to be able to create is can be very very difficult so i don't know why why do you always feel drawn to create music because i
0: love doing it that's all like that's yeah. all it is i love, it. I love doing this shit
2: I feel you. That's
0: joy besides like, you know, being with loved ones and stuff, you know what I mean? But activity-wise, I get the most joy like making music.
1: Yeah. I feel you. I feel that. So what? Well, how do y'all feel? We're gonna shift just a little bit just a little bit and I am not a gossip queen I am not like weird or anything I I would just like to know you going to the shade room hell no I uh, I like dog I'll be so pissed when the fucking shade room like post something and like someone like repost it and I agree with I'm like what the fuck like it's so annoying but anyways so
0: What's that new nigga name, Justin LaVoy, all them niggas?
1: Oh, that nigga's fucking hilarious. He's, like, so annoyingly hilarious. Ugh, that nigga's, like, my ego. That's, like, Aries son, goddamn, personified in the Instagram account. But anyways, right? So what, how do y'all feel about the state of music in the city, in ATX, in Austin? I love it. Yeah? yeah.
2: Currently? Currently, Yeah? Yeah. It's some good.
0: It's some good. Under it's some good low key hitters right now. I'm gonna say I'm glad I've been here for about since like 2013, uh-huh. and just the growth I've seen in the music scene. Like I seen I seen people stay at it, and I seen it get bigger. Like I seen more people get involved in it. I seen more people do shows off of it. I seen like it le- legitimately get bigger than it was when I got here, and that's yeah, that shit yeah. lot
1: no, like it's actually like yeah, I'm
0: glad that shit grew. Like it's not at the level that like people want it to be at. Yeah. But it's it's gotten bigger since I yeah. Here. Do you
1: feel like it's on like a steady incline right now?
0: Yeah. I think I think a couple things have to do with that too. I think because the city's just getting bigger in general, like uh-huh. more people moving here every day, more like companies getting here, the prices and stuff going up, like there's different areas of it that are like changing. I think mm-hmm. it's just it has no choice but to get better. Like it's gonna get better.
1: Yeah. I feel that. So who are some of your like dream collabs individually or as like wave tribe? Who are some of y'all's dream collabs in the city?
0: Oh, I was about to say Erica Badu.
1: Okay, we getting there. We're gonna get there.
0: Very <laughs> uh, oh, quick as hell. There
2: uh, you go. That's so... she, Sam love... you for me, Sam Houston and we don't ride llamas.
0: Sam okay. Houston, Black Odyssey, now, bro. I was gonna say, uh, that. they Black Odyssey.
1: Okay, okay. And what about for you, Miles?
0: Uh, I'd like to do a song with Black Odyssey, Sam Houston, too. Damn, uh, that don't mean I'm hating on nobody either.
1: No, yeah, of course. Like, I'm pretty sure no one.
0: <laughs> nobody else right now. Else.
1: Yeah, no, like fuck I don't that. Know. No, no weird energy, like we feel you, we understand. So who are y'all's top five dream collabs?
0: Wait, wait. come out, come out. Black Puma City gonna have to do a song with them.
1: Okay, yes, necessary.
0: Yeah,
1: damn. That would be like that'd be cool. That would be like a very, very nah. I would I would listen to that collab over I will manifest that I am manifesting that collab for y'all because that's some shit that I would listen to every single day of my life. Yeah. I could I can see it. So five artists, dream collabs of all time, dead or alive. No, fuck that. No, alive, because that's too tricky. I was gonna say
0: extension. <laughs> I was gonna say prince. Okay. I was gonna say prince. Uh you go for alive. Going to come over uh-huh. All right. All right. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Five people. Wait. 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 Do we want them to be on the song or do we want them to produce some shit in any way? I want Kanye. I want Kanye B. B from Kanye. That's
1: number
0: one. Number two.
1: Uh.
0: Erica Badu, will to put that back in there.
1: Got to. Three, A Texas two. Queen.
0: Yep. Shout out. Uh number three. A beat from Q tip. Shout out Q Tip. Okay. Number four, Outcast. A feature with Outcast. Over with. Either one of them too. Shout out Big Wild. I don't give a fuck. Dude. You need the? Yeah whole group if we can if we get the whole group it's a wrap number five
1: wild dun 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 huh
0: young thug feature
1: edgy okay okay i fuck with it i I fuck with that that's a genius okay
2: All right, for me, why is
0: there?
1: I
2: need a song written by Smokey Robinson. Edgy. I need a song produced by Kanye. Well, I'll say somebody else who's say Kanye. You can I, say Kanye? I'll say Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah. And then I need a Jonas Brothers feature <laughs> right now. I need an Ed Sheeran feature. <laughs> yeah. And it then I'll weird. say. Hey, it's not an Ed Sheeran, man. I need a actually.
1: Oh, boy, okay. I need a Jazzy yeah. Pay
2: beat pack, and I need a Missy Elliott beat pack. This is so much, it's so many top five. Oh, god. I need a Jazzy <laughs> Pay beat pack, preferably the throwaway tracks from Sierra' debut album. All the throwaways that they didn't use.
1: Let Man, get... all I'll of speak. them. Oh, I need some brand new shit.
0: Nah, you. fuck it. I take every single goddamn one of them. <laughs> Give me the beat folder.
1: <gasps> no, no not reworking thug style what an album what an era of life oh my gosh so collabs happened and like y'all's opinions on the state of music in Austin kind of happened that was very politically correct of y'all to say um but I do like that I love good energy because I may or may not have another guest on the podcast who's ready to spill their brains all niggas in Austin so <laughs> I definitely risk I definitely respect y'all <laughs> I definitely <laughs> respect y'all so much for that so y'all seasons what's up I what, what's up when is it happening when is the project happening when is what's the single if you can tell me what do you want to tell me what was the idea and concept tell me all the things
2: well seasons is tba is to be announced uh okay. singles
0: singles i guess we can now nah. yeah we gonna have a couple no? of, we, we gonna got, have we like, have, a we gonna, have we gonna have like two to three singles from the album. We are gonna say that this to okay. be announced. To be announced. We got some. We got some promo that's gonna come with that. So that's why we can't really talk on it too much. We
2: got we got some some content. We have some good. content coming. So okay. That's
1: coming. Yum. Um, that's,
0: that's coming with it. But the album is
1: ten yes. songs. Huh?
0: Ten songs.
1: Ten songs. Yep.
2: It's called yeah. seasons.
1: It's called seasons. Oh,
2: uh, like a. different emotion i should say just like the seasons change our feelings change and the way we feel change as well so that's kind of the concept yeah the album back just changing
1: with the season so sonically are we gonna expect like one sound or
0: okay it's gonna be be a couple of different pockets we're gonna jump in real quick yeah Um, it's gonna be a couple of different seasons we jumping into real quick. Oh, <laughs> I like we that. I love
1: me a concept album. Listen, yeah.
0: there's gonna be some different like emotions, different feelings, different, different genres, different genres. Uh We wanted to do something that didn't sound like the first album. Yeah, um, copy. You know, we're not big on making the same sounding type shit. So yeah, we wanted some shit that you put on and it just go from front to back and. We ain't got no skits on here like that. Like last yeah, time, to it. we just getting straight to it. As soon as you put it on, like, straight it's, it's a music. go. It's a go. So really, I feel like this music, I personally feel like this music is like, it'll get you through like daily, like life. Yeah. If people be going through it. I feel like a lot of music out today don't talk about going through it. like that. It's about turning up being good and people ain't always
1: good exactly and that's very important so that being said okay so really quick i do want to talk about this so i i guess i heard this on like the interview y'all just did um so mama duke was the radio lady yes.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, my man. yeah no, no, look, i didn't
1: how did i know that i guess i had just been like passively like listening to the album like but what mm-hmm. how did that happen
0: I forgot how we found out about Mama Duke. How we found out who Mama Duke was? Was it? Did we meet her at the lab or? Yeah, we
2: met her at.
0: we met her at Music Lab? We met her at Music Lab. She was doing a session with Mask. with Mask, a producer. that yeah. was at Music Lab. It's, uh, we met her at Music
2: Lab, chopped it up. She was studio. cool as hell. And we just instantly like linked off top. Yeah. The music when
0: Elevate was open, the studio in Austin.
1: Yeah.
0: We asked her to be on it. We thought her voice fit perfect. We were, she was having a session. We were listening to her.
1: Yeah, she has a very good like voice. She's very articulate and like she just seems like she has really good energy. Nah, she, good, so people. Cool.
0: she good people. She good people for real. Shout out, Mama yeah. Dude.
1: That's so dope. That's random. So, listen, um, I do have a few rapid-fire questions that I'm going to give y'all like three seconds each to answer, but I do have one more, like, real question. But how are y'all caring for your mental health these days? What does that look like?
0: Uh, I mean...
1: <laughs> Not mischievous laugh.
0: <laughs> mental health is very... I, I, I think mental health is very serious. I think that it should be your top concern is your health and your yourself. Like that should be what you work on, what you find as a priority. If you're not feeling it, everything else got to stop. Uh, I personally haven't really dealt with serious extra mental health, depression issues or mental health, like just different problems that a lot of people have mental health wise. Yeah. But I know people who have, I have friends that have, I got family who has, I got, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big thing that a lot of people don't care about. Yeah. And it causes issues because people don't care about. it. So I think that's something that needs to be solved. People gotta start, everybody gotta care about it. You gotta be number one priority for like businesses, jobs, schools, you know, everything
1: exactly it is the start you cannot be of service to the world without cultivating at least like a sound mental space at least that is what i say that is what i feel and live by but what about you kellen sir what what is mental health how is that going on in your life right now
2: uh, you know mental health for me is going pretty good yeah yes.
1: I got you. I got you. Well, we will continue to pray and hope and manifest lots and lots of good mental health days because them hoes are important. But that being said, before we wrap up, I do have a couple of rapid fire questions um, because it's two of y'all. I will just go with whatever answer whichever one of you um, throw out. I do have some that are specific for each of you, so I will let you know. But starting. What is the favorite? What is your favorite song you've ever made?
2: Seasons,
0: life.
1: Oh, cute. Okay. Um. What's your favorite bar you've ever wrote?
0: <laughs> Damn. Next question.
2: I'll, uh, play it. You know, I'll <laughs> say mine. New plan. the bands in my hand.
1: Yum. Okay. <laughs> um.
0: Uh... They ooh. ran in the Capitol and got a tour. If Niggas did the same it would have started war.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yes, wave time with the
1: bars. Okay, all things considered, Beyonce or Michael Jackson, and we are moving on very quickly That's from good. this question.
2: Beyonce. Michael Jackson.
1: Edgy, okay. Um, oh, would you rather never be able to write your music again or never be able to choose your producers ever again?
2: Never be able to choose my producers.
0: Never be able to, yeah. Never be able to choose my producers. We're gonna
1: make oh. it work. Ah, oh, got you. Um, one has to go forever Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston.
0: Mariah Carey,
1: oh, I bet. Okay, oh, um, yay or for real.
0: Hey, hold hey, like on, <laughs> shout out, shake it off. Oh. oh, because man. the flows on there crazy. That song, crazy, the legendary. Shout out, shake it off.
1: Listen, Emancipation of Mimi is, that is, that is that an amazing album.
0: Song. Whitney has the best voice on.
1: She does. She has the best throat of life, period. Oh, baby! Goddamn! <laughs> Not many like, in the it's original throat, baby. Goddamn. <laughs> okay. Um. Yay or Pharrell? Yay. yay! Okay. Um. Logic or Ableton? Ableton.
2: Ableton. Okay. Logic.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, who made the biggest influence on the culture, Soldier Boy or T Pain? Ooh, mm, damn, this is horrible. Oh, damn.
2: oh uh, shit.
0: Damn. Wait, because they I, both. Hold on. Damn, that's it's like, the same love because Soldier did all the outside music shit, too. And T Pain did the music shit. So, we
2: uh I'll say Soldier Boy. I'm going
0: to say T Pain. Just because ah.
2: it's both. Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna say Soldier Boy just because you said. What was the question again? On the culture, on yeah, music?
1: who had the biggest influence on the culture?
2: That's what I'm, I'm saying. I think it's Soldier Boy because T Pain had his
0: influence on the music.
2: Soldier Boy culture, that should just culture. Boy, the whole internet. Soldier Boy invented the internet.
0: Goddamn. he
2: invented young niggas getting money. He bro. invented so <laughs> he
1: invented social media. Literally, he actually did. So, um, Miles' favorite Dilla beat. I heard you are a Dilla head, Good as an high. high. Huh? So far to go. Oh.
0: So far to go.
1: Same, there. same. Literally, I love all, all of all them. Has got me through so much shit. That you is, what?
0: I love all of them, but so far to go take you to another. It's to another
1: different. Planet.
0: It's another planet.
1: Very, very much same. Um, best R and B arrangement of all time. Oh
0: shit! <laughs> oh shit! Where you get these questions? <laughs> <laughs> In oh, my brain.
1: Who, who is that for? Who's that for? Whoever wants to answer, Kellen. Really? He can't answer
0: that. Can't answer that. I already know. Arrangement.
1: Arrangement. What,
0: this? what does this mean? What All things
1: mean? considered, so production. Think of like vocal arrangement. How old are song. Song. One song.
2: This "Distant Lover" Marvin Gaye. Okay. <laughs> Good one. He can't
1: that love her. That's <laughs> hey, nigga. he was listening today nigga the first <laughs>
0: hey, I nah, that's one all right uh as by stevie wonder
1: Oh, okay okay bet those were both fabulous answers i wasn't dog kellen why did i think he was going to say some fucking Carrie Hillson shit I'm very glad you did it. Pretty Girl Rock
2: is the best song. That's one of the best songs of all time.
1: Dog, you gotta chill. First of all, Carrie Hills has so much better music than Pretty Girl Rock.
2: (laughs) Let him know. Let that nigga know, man.
1: Second of all, what that is a very traumatic time in my old. Better than
2: Pretty Girl Rock.
1: My name is Carrie. No, she's better.
2: Yeah, she was on. She that was yeah. She was on that song. She was. I'm sorry.
1: I don't fucking know, but guys, I have no more questions for you guys. I am very, very thankful. And I feel really cool that I got to talk to y'all. Like, like I said, even though Miles, your age is kind of questionable, but y'all are kind of the second Gen Z aside from my actual family that I've ever kind of like talked to. So I'm very thankful to have gotten your opinions on things. I'm very grateful to have chopped it up, even though y'all didn't give me too much about that album i'm a, listen <laughs> kelly hey, i will say am going to pry out. some in, some insight from you. I'm some gonna, intel I'm gonna
0: give a little bit more detail on that. Album. i'm going to say
1: this yeah what you going to say now, Go ahead.
0: we wanted to focus on more instrumentation we want to focus on having more people actually like we got a keyboarder to play on one song we got That's a keyboard. Ours. i guess pianist we got a keyboard player we got uh uh, guitar a couple guitars we got bass we got like, like trumpet sure. we got like actual uh musicians playing on a yeah of songs. and we want to make sure we did that for this album
1: oh that's you know, beautiful like it's like it was really
0: like a we were thinking sophomore album and we really had like a late registration like musician type uh, yeah yeah so that's the direction we went
1: for sure yeah man Dog, so fucking dope wave tribe y'all as i told y'all these niggas are like the musicians musician like these niggas are like your favorite artists favorite artists you know like and that's kind of like rare you know because being an artist is or deeming yourself an artist is like very accessible it's very you know like goddamn anybody could do it like, my fucking brother has no pitch, like, at all. Like, his his ears don't hear it. But, like, I guarantee I could cultivate this nigga into, like, the greatest artist ever because it's so fucking easy. So, to to see people like y'all, right? Oh, shit.
0: Come
1: oh, well. on. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, to see people that, like y'all.
0: Gonna make,
1: y'all... Y'all, gonna make heat? y'all gonna make some heat? I mean, goddamn, let me say, I'm oh, trying to go somebody' somebody's good. album. Like, let me let me go try to track. <laughs> No, no, but no, I'm just saying like for, for you guys to actually like, first of all, love the music, like y'all niggas know the greats. Like, it's like, it's not even homework for y'all at this point, because like, these are the things that y'all have, like, like you have an ear for already. Like, um, and y'all are thinking in terms of the sophomore album and the impact that you want to make by way of this album like dog the future like I literally cannot express that enough and I'm not a fake ass bitch at all like I think people are fucking weird and they love to say shit that to make people feel good but I'm not about to coddle nobody that's what therapists are for goddamn but so like I wouldn't say this like if I didn't believe it so shout out to you guys thank you very very much for hanging out with us and chatting a little bit about the feels and a lot of bit about the music and things um but yeah where can we find y'all at? like where do we find the peeps wave tribe
0: you can find us on instagram wave tribe atx uh we think about changing the name soon though Sure, we say that on here because
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> try worldwide,
0: yeah, way try worldwide, way try That's your YouTube, right? Not insta, uh, wor- yeah, YouTube is way try worldwide, way try yeah. worldwide. Yeah. but uh, you can find us on there right now, Instagram way atx. Uh, you can find me on miles in the tribe on Instagram, or miles from the tribe on Twitter, you can
2: find big key, the key. At Kellen, wait, what's my? It's Key underscore (laughs) Big. Key
0: underscore Big on Instagram. Thank you. Key underscore Big thirty three, bro. It is.
2: I don't think it's thirty three on there, bro.
0: You should have let me do it. Instagram. Key
1: underscore. It might be thirty three. Oh, damn, it is
0: thirty three. That's where he at. And his Twitter, I think it's the same thing. But yeah, it's
2: Kellen underscore. Kellen underscore D, Twitter.
0: Okay. Kellen underscore D on
1: Twitter. Oh uh, <laughs> Yes, and I suggest that anyone who wants to hear someone recklessly rant about their fields, definitely go follow Kellen <laughs> on Twitter, because he's yep. hilarious.
2: <laughs> that's not even my Twitter. True. That's not even my
1: like, Twitter. A fucking <laughs> R&B songwriter. A fucking R&B songwriting genius who spews his feelings on the interwebs
0: he ain't ain't making songs about it he on instagram with it god damn story with it (laughs) literally
1: but thank y'all so much for talking to me um i look forward to what y'all have to come is there anything else that y'all want to leave the people at all, oh, my people. My people are like nice people. We all like smoke weed and fucking go to therapy and do yoga and eat plants and shit. You feel me? So, feel is there anything right. else that y'all yeah. want right. to tell the people? I
2: want to tell the
0: people: seasons coming soon. Oh God! Other people, thank you for having us. I hope this podcast do great things. This this Appreciate you you, you're a good interviewer. I like this. It was a good vibe. Oh, I love this. Shout out your fan base. I hope it get bigger. You know Sweet. what I'm saying? Shout out to all that. Oh, God. And season's coming soon. Uh, be on the lookout. On Instagram, we're going to drop a whole bunch of content. And on YouTube, we dropping a whole bunch. And then all streaming platforms, that music going to be available. Wave Tribe. You got Wave you got
1: Tribe group. with the Space.
0: Wave Space Tribe. tribe. That's it, right there and and you got titles spotify apple music uh the amazon music i think google got a music all of that we on there
1: all the shit goddamn and if you are listening um actually if you are listening to, it, to this and you have been listening to my podcast you have definitely heard me talk about these niggas on the podcast before but If you just were very lazy and decided not to tell Alexa to go play their music, goddamn, go play Wave Tribe today. What's up? Your last album. Fuck, I have it written down. No, why don't I ever remember the name of the last album? Don't tell me, actually. Four, five, four, three. Okay, you have to tell me. Wake Up! Wake (laughs) Up! Yeah! And there's like a track called Wake Up. Yes, am I lying? No, for real. (laughs) Oh,
2: it's not a track called Wake Up. He said Wake Up. Dog. Wake Up. Yup. Go
0: ahead.
1: Listen, maybe that's the track I need to go trade or something like that. (laughs) I
0: don't know. Don't worry about all that. Season's coming soon, too. Goddamn, Season's title too. You can go back, Wake Up, you know what I'm saying?
1: You know, check out the discography, but Season's coming soon, and I guess that's it. Bye, guys. See you. See you later. Um, bye. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, bye. Welcome back to another episode of OG Says, where I, OG Adriana, say something about something, y'all. I so. Today I just have like a little bit of something to say. Um nothing too big. Um definitely a reflection of my life and some lessons that, you know, I'm in the middle of learning, right? Um I just thought I'd share it with y'all. Um but yeah, my OG says for the week is y'all Reassess your standards. Reassess what you have deemed to be your standards or your preferences, and then really get to the bottom of where those stem from. So, a lot of times, right? <clears throat> some of the just personal preferences that we have in the company we keep, some of the preferences we have in the way that we look and expect like partners and things to look or act or feel or behave or anything like that, right? Some of those preferences don't necessarily come from a genuine place of like our being, right? A lot of times those standards are actually standards that have been placed upon us or that we see placed upon others in society. And we kind of adapt those to be our own principles. But like, I I really challenge everybody listening to this for the week moving forward to assess those standards. Check out like the standards that you have and like see, you know, where those stem from and whether or not you really or you kind of like need to reevaluate maybe uh, like uh, okay so right now i guess i can't talk because i'm over here looking at a thousand things but you feel what i'm trying to say basically reevaluate your damn standards and these preferences um and if they have colonized roots goddamn throw them away if they have roots in patriarchal expectations goddamn throw them hose away because like at the end of the day anything that does not serve you like you your actual being not you in the context of society not you in the context of family not you in the context of being a mother or a brother or whatever the fuck right if it does not serve you your actual soul As an individual in this universe, kind of moving about its own journey. If it doesn't serve you, then throw it the fuck away. So I'll give an example, right? And this is like a full disclosure example. So I've kind of talked about this um, in a couple episodes right about like a height preference that i've had so i've never like had a boyfriend i've never had a relationship with a man that was like less than six feet tall so like relationship like sex y'all feel me you know it's a different story but yeah i've never like called a man my man who wasn't of a specific height and it and i always assumed that my natural I can't even talk that my natural like preference for taller individuals, I always assumed that that came from the fact that I felt like I was like a larger person. Um, I've always felt like I was thick than other people and like granted we talked about this also on the podcast like I'm definitely the heaviest I've ever been in my life um and still some people wouldn't necessarily consider me like plus size or like bbw or anything even though in my fucking dysmorphic ass brain that's what I see right but anyways I've always like considered myself to be this bigger human and nigga we've talked about my height I am five three and three quarters like in reality, I have a pretty small body. Like my actual body frame is fucking small. Like my per- my waist is fucking tiny in comparison to like the rest of my body. You know, like I really have like a smaller like athletic build. And I never saw that. And the fucking amount of body dysmorphia that it takes for you to actually... Feel in your brain and granted this is something that I felt and I still kind of feel like in your brain that you're just like this giant human who then needs to be with a partner who's like twice your size type shit. Y'all, the unpacking of like body image things has been very interesting because it's kind of happened post-therapy journey. You know, like y'all already know, Miss graduated from therapy, Shawty got kicked out by my therapist because she said I can handle the shit on my own. But a lot of the things that have been coming up post-therapy have been um, with confidence and body image and really unpacking a lot that I have associated with that. So yeah, I say all of that to say my height preference has always been some bullshit. Um, according to Miss Dominique Blakely, who has been on the podcast, if y'all haven't listened to her episode, go back and listen to that motherfucking episode because I love her and I love that episode. But <laughs> she she told me that it's little bitches like me, short ass, small bitches like me that really be out here trying to take up all the big men, and we just need to stick with average height men. And granted. I don't know. Maybe maybe sis has a point. I don't know. Like I said, I'm on this journey of you know, like being courted, you know, by this fine ass man who I just I love his brain. And like honestly, he when I when I write down everything on paper, right? Like he has every single thing except he just happens to not be like six feet tall. You know, so this has been an adjustment, but it's literally like a work in it's a work in progress and it's really helping me heal from some shit that I've needed to heal from. So shout out to experiences, shout out to life. Again, I say this again, y'all reassess your motherfucking standards. Seriously, reassess them, hoes. and If they do not actually align with who you are, not who society told you to be, goddamn, if they do not align with who you are, not your motherfucking Ainies or cousins or whoever the fuck are whispering you in your ear, I will say this one more time. If it does not, if your standards do not align with you as a person, and if they do not feed you, and if they do not serve you and align with your motherfucking purpose, throw them away reevaluate them goddamn standards and preferences goddamn and think about like what you actually perceive as things that you prefer you feel me so that being said let's end this episode y'all all right, friends. Now y'all know I love to end these episodes with some sort of like energetic climate, energetic reading to leave us with for the week to come. Um, And yeah, I am again using the Hoodoo Tarot deck by Tayana Lee McKiller. As I've told y'all before, I am learning my way through the tarot via this beautiful, this beautifully written and illustrated Hoodoo Tarot deck and yeah it it just it's such a dope deck man every time i put my hands on it every time i shuffle it i just feel so connected to spirit and so connected to ancestors um i don't know if i've mentioned this but i have been called to the tarot several times by my ancestors um and several times by curiosity however yeah i just i never felt comfortable picking up a traditional tarot deck um mostly because i was really or i am just really on a path of decolonizing everything in my life um now obviously there are bunches of different theories to where the traditional tarot originated from um but the roots ain't that black right (laughs) but or rather so i when i discovered this hoodoo tarot deck and i finally got my hands on it and got to bless it and cleanse it and really get familiar with it well with my hand shuffling into it it just felt like I don't know, very comfortable But anyways, I say all of that to say, y'all I have a little bit of a word for us Going into this next week Now, I already shuffled And I already pulled these cards Um, And actually, I did not even pull these cards I'm shuffling, right? With my eyes closed I'm over here praying to spirit Connecting, um, asking, you know For clear and precise messages for the collective On what we need to know specifically Into the weeks to come Especially since um, all of the planning are in um or are direct right now i just ask for very very clear and precise answers as we move forward into the season of yeah just clear thinking clear understanding clear pathways to love and all of those things um but yeah i open my eyes after praying and shuffling and there are two cards that are face up On Top of the deck all the rest of the deck is pretty much face down except for some cards in the bottom that I was able to see But these two cards were on the very top and they were faced up and they definitely stood out for me The first of which is the mother of baskets now according to this hoodoo tarot deck baskets reference or baskets represent rather love emotions and healing and I also pulled the five of knives so the knives in this deck represent ideas thoughts beliefs that that being said right and this is so interesting so if you don't know now you know (laughs) um i there was a time that i was very 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 interested and into the pro era movement joey badass um kirk knight all of those guys over at pro era i was very into their movement um specifically like right after one of their main people and founders capital steez had passed away from trigger warning unaliving himself right um a lot of what they talked about was like 47 they said 47 all the time they like said things like 47 goons and just all this 47 things but that four and that seven really represented the fourth chakra your heart chakra and also the um third eye chakra your seventh chakra right so they really talked a lot about in order to be able to move through this life, right, efficiently and to be able to thrive as you walk through this life efficiently, right? Um you really have to integrate your fourth chakra and your seventh chakra. So this initially pulling this mother of baskets and five of knives, um like I said, not pulling these niggas jumped out at me. Um, but initially I thought, damn, this is really the integration of our heart and our intuition, our third chakra, or our, like, where, where our heart and our minds basically meet, right? So, the mother of baskets, and I'm just going to read directly from this beautiful book that came along with the Hoodoo Tarot. So, the mother of baskets is, um, the plant that it resonates with is wormwood and the image is Chloe Russell. So Chloe Russell was the first known author of a hoodoo dream book in the early 19th century and is depicted here as the mother of baskets. According to legend, Chloe was a Fulani woman. Shout out to the Fulani women. You already know, man, man, need the niggas to line up like a fulani maiden call for me goddamn i want to have my pickings i want to see which one of y'all niggas can sing and dance and shout and look the prettiest Goddamn, and let me choose you but anyway <laughs> according to legend chloe was a fulani woman born in 1745 who was abducted from africa at age nine and enslaved in virginia after being freed by her captors she worked for 30 years as a seer there are doubts that chloe even that Chloe ever existed, but that just adds to the mystery planetary magic squares have been popular with occultists for centuries and as root workers began to have more access to western occult knowledge many began to incorporate them into their work. This one is the square of the moon and on this specific card you can see Chloe with her hand reached out uh it's like such a nurturing smile and hand that she has um and yeah so it has the square of the moon represented behind her there's also some flowers um some wormwood in a basket that she is holding with her other hand but yeah the meaning of this card um represents the archetype of the compassionate mother like Big yamaya energy, goddamn. So on the positive side, she's empathetic, supportive, psychic, introspective, spiritual, intuitive, and loving. Um, so we are going to lean into all of those aspects of this compassionate mother, leaning into intuition, leaning into being super loving, going with our feels, listening to them, using our feelings and our emotions as a tool as we move through this life. Of course, of course, intuitively. Um, don't just be out here, goddamn, responding to emotions all willy-nilly understand that they do flow freely flow freely like the wind but also understand that they are also a super powerful tool in getting into or getting in tune with that divine feminine side especially since we still are in new moon energy we're still in that first quarter moon period y'all that manifestation energy is very high and tapping into that manifestation energy is legitimately tapping into divine feminine creation motherfucking energy you feel me so let's move on to the five of nines which i i definitely just lost my page i had it picked but honey y'all know i talk with my hands but anyway so the five of nines the plant that it represents or that it resonates with is corn silk so the image is a woman shows off a silver coin hidden beneath, beneath her tongue this is called putting a Bit in your mouth. It was believed by some root workers that if you had no choice but to lie in court, you will be freed of responsibility for lying after swearing on the Bible. Um, The meaning of this card um, is making positive or making amends, conflict resolution, vindication, overcoming challenges, vengeance, righteous fury, treachery exposed, being prepared for battle, the end of attacks, fighting back, confronting evil, and mother fucking compromise guys so this two card pool the mother of baskets and the five of knives and i'm going to wrap up because i realize that these energetic climate segments are as i get into this tarot deck honey um are gonna get kind of long especially as i get into it and the energy is flowing and spirit is speaking through me honey but these two cards what they are telling me that the collective really needs to pay attention to is just leaning into our intuition and leaning into that divine feminine creation power that manifestation power to get what the fuck that to get what the fuck we want um swindle in ways that we have to swindle finesse in the ways that are serving to us and not harmful for harmful to others especially not other black people um but yeah it is telling me that this manifestation energy is high as fuck my nigga like the energy to overcome whatever fucking battles you're going through um by tapping into that intuitive that feminine that um compassionate side um is very possible I- the doors seem a little bit open honey and as i am looking at sis on this five of knives card with this little um coin under her tongue honey she can conquer the motherfucking world because not only has she conquered the um not only has she conquered the art of finesse but she's also conquered the art of really fucking powering through and getting what the fuck she wants you know so yeah lean into that energy lean into the energy of your heart chakra your intuitive ass third eye chakra to get what the fuck you want this week and that's on period but yeah um i guess that's like the end i have no more to say to (coughs) y'all again A huge, huge, huge shout out to Big Key and Miles of Wave Tribe. I appreciate y'all so much for hanging out with me on the podcast and chatting with me and chatting to all my motherfucking people. And yeah, it was just a really cool interview. It was like my first interview actually that I recorded of this series of interviews of the month of February. If you don't know, now you know, and I've said this plenty of time. The rest of the month of February, Black History Month, we are having hashtag black creatives month here on my podcast organic with og adriana where we celebrate and have cool ass communications with or communications conversations with some dope ass black ass texas ass motherfucking creatives who yeah i got to sit down and talk to so i am looking forward to y'all seeing all of that um yeah, I don't really have nothing else to say. Follow me on all the things. Um, Now, I do know that y'all just heard this Wave Tribe audio. Nigga, if you want to see the actual full-length video recording definitely subscribe to my youtube channel i will have that full-length wave tribe interview out on my youtube goddamn at some point if y'all want to see our facial expressions all that stuff i know i am definitely that type of person who likes to listen to podcasts but also if the podcast is recorded like i like to watch too i like to see the little nuances that you don't quite catch over the audio so definitely suggest that y'all go subscribe to my youtube channel y'all can find me at you on youtube at og adriana um yeah because i'm gonna be posting that real motherfucking soon and also other content real motherfucking soon i'm not playing i'm not playing with y'all niggas content all 2022 goddamn um but yeah that's that's it that's all i got to say for y'all today thank you so much for hanging out with me as always and yeah bye niggas bye non niggas but ally ass niggas you feel me? <laughs> Bye, y'all.